Hey you, I'm excited you're here. Welcome to Triumph After Trauma. I'm Caitlin, aka Katie, designer, business owner, go-getter, and most important, human just like you. I created this podcast to provide tools and support to those of you struggling to cope with a mental illness or work through a traumatic experience. Weekly, I'll share a personal story of mine, how it affected me, resources that helped me out of that dark place, and I'll end each episode with an empowering reminder. What I want for you to know is if I can make it through really tough shit and still find ways to thrive, so can you. Let's get this started. Welcome to another episode of Triumph After Trauma. I'm excited to be here, of course, always far more excited to have you here with me, friends. Can you believe it? We are somehow less than two weeks away from the end of the year and in turn 2024. I don't know about you, but as I get older, I feel time just goes by quicker and quicker and quicker. Going into this year from 2023, I had no clue what this year would bring. I didn't know if it would end okay, if it would be one of the most traumatic years of my life. I honestly didn't know what was to come, so I tried to mentally prepare for all the possibilities. 2023 has been another crazy year and I thought that we would talk today friends about some things that you can do to try to take care of yourself if you have had a hard time this year and you know like for sure know that 2024 is not going to start off the easiest for you because this was me going from 2022 to this year so friends Grab your favorite drinks, get cozied up. If you're out and about already, if you're doing chores, make sure that we're one-on-one so you can really tune into this great chat. Without giving too much detail that isn't mine to give, I want to give you a bit of a backstory as to what my life has been like the past couple years. So I met someone really, really great in 2021 towards the end of the year and we hit it off really well. Neither of us were looking for anything that was casual, and so when we had a really good first couple dates, we just kind of decided, you know what, let's just see where this goes. Let's just take a chance on each other, see where this goes. Spring 2022 comes around, and we're already talking about if we're together in a year or two. Let's just go for it. Move out of the province, do this life thing together, and really have a fun, exciting life together. Weeks after that initial conversation, the universe threw us the biggest fucking loop. And next thing you know, I'm sitting there wondering, am I actually going to get a chance at a life with this person? Or am I barely going to get a year with this person? I had no idea. He had no idea. Doctors didn't know. The universe probably couldn't have fucking told us for sure. We had a plan. We had a good relationship, and the next thing you know, it was all put into question. Just like that. Coming in to 2023, those questions still remained. Do we get a whole life together, or don't we? Do we get 
another year together? Will we not? All of those questions, all that uncertainty still remained. And so I went from 2022 into 2023, honestly, absolutely fucking terrified of what could have been to come next. Entering 2023, my anxiety was sky high. I was in survival mode and keeping a hold of my emotions was the biggest challenge. Like I just, it's almost like I was struggling still to process what was truly going on, what my reality and our reality as a couple was. There were a lot of mood swings, breakdowns, unable to relay my feelings because I just was in survival mode and I didn't know how to put together words to explain how I was feeling. The first few months of this year were incredibly rough. Not only was there a lot of uncertainty and anxiety surrounding the plan that my partner and I had and a wrench being thrown at by the universe, I was trying to support him through certain medical issues while I was dealing with my own trying to keep my anxiety under control, trying to figure out why my periods were going from regular and easy to over the years irregular and unbearably painful when they did happen. There was just my own medical stuff going on and I was doing my best with that and with anxiety at an all-time high to be there for somebody who I love and deserve to have me be there for them. And it was just, it was a lot to take on. It was a lot to be going through and I will admit I struggled a lot for the first probably half of this year. I will say this though friends, if I hadn't have stuck to the certain habits that I did, if I didn't do certain things that I did to try and ask for help, I probably would have had an even worse time and struggled even harder to deal with and process my emotions than I actually did have. So I'm going to share with you the things that I think kept me on track as much as I possibly could have so that hopefully if you're in a situation where you know you're going to struggle in the new year or still be healing for something or still searching for some sort of answers, whether it be with friends and family or on a medical level or you're still looking for a job and that's stressful, whatever it is that you will still be taking into you with 2024 that you know is going to be a little bit hard or if you're in a really traumatic situation right now and you know that trying to work through that you're carrying into the new year, I want to share some of the things with you that I did that I think helped keep me on track just that little bit more than I would have been on track if I didn't have these habits and do these things. First and foremost, the people who are closest to me, I kept them in the loop about what I was feeling, what I was going through, what mess of emotions was running through my head. Every little thing that I thought people needed to know so that they could help support me when I couldn't do it myself, I kept them in the loop. If you have people in your life who want to be there for you and you feel are not currently being supportive, 
ask yourself, have I recently actually opened up to them about how I'm truly feeling? Have I actually been keeping them in the loop about what I'm going through and what support from them would look like? Because sometimes we think that people know us so well, including, and sometimes especially family, that they just automatically know what we need from them. And that's not always the case because no matter how well someone knows you, they are not mind readers. They are humans like us too. So if you have a close-knit friend group, if you have a family that you're lucky enough to be close to, if you have a support system, no matter what that support system looks like, let those people in on what you're going through so that they actually know how much you're struggling. Because if they don't, they don't know how bad they may be needed by you. Let me give you an example. There's times where I think people can see the pain, the sorrow, the grief in my eyes and just automatically know that I need help. And it's not until I actually reach out for help that people are like, no, you are actually on the outside holding it together better than you think. And it doesn't actually look Like you feel as broken, as lost, as hurt, as uncertain about life right now as you do. So, so know that there are times you may feel shattered and you don't realize it, but you're holding a brave enough face that people can't by looking at you tell what you're going through. So I cannot say this enough. I cannot relay this enough. If you are in a really bad place, if you are really struggling mentally, emotionally, make sure you let your support system know that so that they are aware of what kind of help and how much help you may actually be needing. If you've listened to this podcast before, if you've checked me out on Instagram at all, you know that I love personal development. But here's the thing about personal development. A lot of people think that it has to take a whole bunch of hours to do, that it has to be some complex routine, and that you have to spend like a ton of money on different books and resources and things like that. That is not the case. First of all, the more simple your personal development is, but actually geared towards what you need, the more likely you are the personal development you're doing will actually be sustainable. So for example, what I do right now is every morning I start with the five minute journal. I write three things I'm grateful for, three things that would make my day great, and an affirmation, a deep, meaningful affirmation that I actually believe. Then I move on to writing and answering a prompt from a journal that I'm actually working on and possibly will be publishing in 2024 called Pump Me Up. It takes just a couple minutes to do, but answering a powerful prompt I find just gives me that much more oomph, confidence, and energy going into my day. I then do an activity from a journal called the Big Life Journal. I got it for free in my 
gift bag from the Empower Her Live event I was at in Denver back in September. And let me tell you, this big life journal is a game changer. The activities don't take long to do, but they are so freaking powerful. And then once that activity is done, I move on to doing a little bit of reading. Now here's the thing. What I am reading for personal development or what kind of podcasts through each day I'm listening to, that changes depending on my season of life. Because your season of life constantly changes, so what kind of information you need to take in, what kind of advice you need changes as well. Once my reading is done, I do four minutes of a 10-minute self-therapy practice that I do through the day. The first four minutes is to help you set up for the day. The next four minutes you do midday as a way to check up on yourself through the day. And then the last three minutes you do at night as a nightly self-reflection. So that's it. Five-minute journal, a prompt from a journal I'm working on, which is called, I think I already mentioned this, I have a squirrely brain though, pump me up. I do a little bit of reading and then that four minutes of self-therapy. It only takes me about half hour to do, but it puts me in a really good mindset. It helps me work through some things mentally and quite honestly, boosts my confidence a little bit. When you start the day filling your own cup, in whatever way that best looks for you, it's a game changer. Now, I have had these habits for so long that when it's a really rough season of life, it's not a matter of me forcing myself to continue these habits, it's just a reflex. It literally is just like an automatic reflex. So if you haven't been doing PD for a while and you're in a rough season knowing that for sure what has happened to you this year you're still going to be working through next year and that it's going to be a little bit of a rough start to 2024 here's my advice to you regarding pd keep it super simple i would honestly stick to three things you're grateful for an affirmation and some reading. It's going to be better than nothing if you're in a rough season, but you still want to do something to try to show up for yourself and work through what you're going through. When I first started PD, I was still reeling from an unhealthy relationship I'd managed to run from. I was still grieving the loss of my grandmother because it only happened months previous. And we were in the middle of a pandemic, okay? When I started taking personal development super serious, I had joined a body and we were in the midst of a pandemic and I was still dealing with a whole ton of shit that had happened before the pandemic started in life. So what my personal development looked like when I first started taking it seriously was exactly what I just mentioned to you. And once that became more of a reflex than just oh, this is a habit and I have to force myself to do it daily, then I slowly add it on. But starting simple is the best way to start, especially when it comes to something like PD. 
the other piece of advice I have for any of you who are going to be going into 2024 feeling a little bit rough or still working through something hard, still trying to heal and process, just know that one, you are not the only one who is heading into 2024 not feeling your best struggling with something, still trying to sit with grief, still trying to find ways to heal. You are far from the only one. So if that reminder can give you any sort of comfort, keep that reminder front and center in your mind. And while you're not alone, while I wasn't alone going through this last year, and while this might not sound pretty, you gotta let yourself feel what you're feeling. You gotta let yourself sit in that darkness. Not so long that you become the darkness and never get back out of it, but you do have to let yourself sit in that sadness, that sorrow, that grief, that pain for a little bit. Because if you don't let yourself truly feel those things, you won't be able to work through those feelings. If all you do is shove things down, they will eat you alive. I know it sucks to have a really rough holiday season while everybody around you who you know seems to be having a good one and a busy one and a joyful one. I know how much it sucks to go into the new year starting saying goodbye to loved ones or to end of the year doing that and then you have to go into the new year and suddenly somebody who was just in your life isn't, they're gone. Just just like that, now you gotta do this new year thing without them. You gotta go through this next year life without them. Believe me, I know how hard it is and I know how shitty it feels. But you need to let yourself feel your feelings regardless of it being the holiday season, of it being the end of the year, of us going into a new year. Because as much as it sucks to feel shitty around the holidays and as we enter the new year, we don't have control over when tragedy strikes, when something traumatic happens to us. We unfortunately just don't. But like I've already said, if we all don't learn to sit with our feelings and feel even the worst ones, then they're going to eat us alive and they are going to win. So if over this next few weeks or if as you enter the new year you feel you need a lot of time to yourself, take that time to yourself. Don't feel like you have to be out and about with people. You have to attend every family event. That You have to pretend to feel more joyful than you are. Whatever you're going through, let yourself go through it. Whatever you're feeling, let yourself deeply feel it. I know we're entering the time period where you're going to hear a lot of New Year's resolutions and New Year, New Me, and this, that, the other thing. But I need you to know something. If going into this new year, if to start off 2024, you need to just mucker through the damn days because you're going through something really hard and you're still reeling from something shitty that happened in 2023 
you're doing enough because you're doing the best you damn can with what you have and how you're feeling. And if anybody has a different opinion about that, politely tell them to go shove it, okay? Because if you are feeling the shittiest, if you aren't feeling like yourself and you're still forcing yourself to muck your way into 2024, then people should be damn proud of that and you should be proud of that. I know it's the holidays and we all might be a little bit more busy than we usually are, so I don't want to take up too much of your time, but I did want us to have that important conversation, friends, because I had a hard time going from 2022 into 2023, and so I just, I really felt called to share some important advice and love with you all as we end and very quickly head into another year. And I just want to share the reminder with you all before I go. If you are feeling really, really rough, if you are going through something really, really hard right now and you feel like you don't have a support system to let in, I will be that support system for you. If you need someone to vent your feelings to and to lean on and you feel like you have no one, get in my DMs. I will be your best friend, your support system, all in one. I love you all. I am so freaking grateful to be connected with every single one of you who tune into this podcast. And I can't wait to be back here with you for what will be the last podcast episode of 2023 next week. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope this episode was helpful for you. If it was, tell someone about it who needs to hear this message or share it on social media and tag me at this is Katie, K-A-I-T-E-Y, so we can connect. Life is a wild journey, but we're on it together, and I'm so glad. You're never truly alone. I appreciate you, I love you, and I will talk to you soon.